0: Of the show, World Soccer Radio, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM, and the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. This is our Friday Patented Pundits Premier League Preview and Prognostication Show. Uh, a lot of P's for you right there. Uh, where we're going to go through every match coming up in the Premier League this weekend, and don't forget midweek matches as well next week. The fun never stops. Some big matches coming up. The highlight of the weekend is going to be Arsenal-Man United. Uh, That match will be played on Saturday. I'm going to break all of this down for you. Let's take a look at the Premier League. Let's talk Premier League football. Also, the transfer window, you know, get ready to close. And it's been a disappointing transfer market this January. But no surprises, I might add. I've been telling you that it's going to be and would be slow Uh, due to COVID and financial constraints on so many of these clubs. Uh, All right, lots to get to today. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be with you as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, and then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time on Sports Overnight America. It is great to uh, bring you this show. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM XM app, uh, welcome you to the show as well. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's a great way to reach me. Lots of people do, and I like to uh, discuss on the show some of the ongoing discussions that we have. Uh, yesterday, Liverpool uh, woke up and put a bit of a thumping on Tottenham, who really never looked that serious that they were going to uh, be able to challenge. We do have a lot to get to today, so we're going to break everything down. We're going to talk about all the Premier League games. We're going to look at the table, establish where we are. So much to get to today, so you be sure to stay with me here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius. XM as well as the award-winning Series XM app. We're presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and all money lines and odds that I give you during the course of this broadcast uh, will be courtesy of betonline.ag. All right, I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. What's Soccer radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber, and the Super Bowl is literally right around the corner, which is amazing to me. Um, and also amazing because the NFL has been such a quiet league this season with COVID, with bad ratings, with people not really getting that into it, uh, which is not surprising given the fact that they're concerned about their, their lives. But not only the Super Bowl, we've got the Premier League, we've got the uh, Champions League about to start up again, we've got you know, all the European leagues are going on, we've got the Euros coming up, all sorts of sport events and of course uh, basketball, NBA is going on and if you're looking for a place to bet on any of these sports, you want to head over to betonline.ag right now, it's the best and the only place that you want to lock in your bets. They've got game spreads and totals. In terms of props, they've got everything that you might want. Team, player, coaching props. If, you, uh, if you're if you, know, big on the football like I am, uh, first scorer, throw-ins, uh, red cards, yellow cards. they got it all. Anything you might want. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. End of story. There is no argument about this. And they have an online casino open 24 hours if you want a little slot action or some pie gal or what have you. And they've got a poker room as well, which is uh, the talk of the town. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag. Sign up today and make betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts. And as I like to tell you every time we talk about it, please bet responsibly and make your sports betting entertainment and not lifestyle, if you get what I mean. All right, uh, speaking of lifestyle, the Premier League. Very much my lifestyle. That's not meaning to say that I wear uh, track suits and uh, hang around with, um, you know, fellow fans all the time. Well, I do hang out with fellow fans, but I don't really wear track suits. Uh, but <coughs> we are getting ready to close the transfer window, and it has been a pretty dull one, to be fair. As I told you, it was going to be because COVID has affected so many things in terms of revenue for teams, cash availability, the value of players, the availability of players, and you combine that with Brexit, which is now complete, and there is a lot of question marks about what the actual rules for bringing players in from the EU to the UK are now. So these are some of the issues that have really depressed the transfer market this January and so we've only seen a couple of sort of meaningful senior team signings very very few there are going to be some big moves in the summer because there are a lot of players like uh, Lionel Messi like uh, Kylian Mbappe that are out of contract Uh, and of course we will follow the sort of ongoing saga of uh, guys like uh, Erling Braut Haaland who's currently at Borussia Dortmund and David Alaba we can follow him he's at Bayern Munich I mean, these are some of the bigger name players that are going to be out there uh, and uh, bandied around. As is George, uh, uh, Giorgio Giorgio Wijnaldum at Liverpool; his uh, contract is going to be up, and he's not talking like he's interested in renewing it. So, the summer we will see a lot more transfer action with some big names. But in terms of uh, this January window, has been very very slow, and um, you know teams are really making do with what they have got. For some teams, you know, it's been a problem. I think, for example, Chelsea, which is really a difficult case because they took the unprecedented step of firing Frank Lampard um, and replacing him with Thomas Tuchel. Uh, This after Lampard had spent over $200 in new players. Uh, You know, I know Chelsea, they certainly have the financial wherewithal to sign some new players uh but i don't i don't think they have either the the availability of those players right now and you know what are you going to do now you're going to have to invest another 150 million for tuchel i don't know chelsea are a bit of a disaster quite frankly i think way too premature uh in their uh firing of frank lampard i mean because if you think about it up until the beginning of december frank lampard was the golden child so, are you telling me you have a bad December and a bad January and you're going to fire the guy when you had two bad months after you had three incredible months? I think that's disrespectful to the manager and I think it's equally as disrespectful to the teams around you because I think it must be noted that we have a much more competitive Premier League already than we did last season. And if you think about it, who did Chelsea lose to? They lost to Everton, they lost to Wolves, they lost to Arsenal, they lost to Manchester City. And yeah, they had a draw against Wolves and a draw against Villa, but you know, look, <laughs> Villa beat Liverpool. So what you're telling me is that you fired the manager because they lost to Everton. They lost to Wolves, they lost to Arsenal, and they lost to Man City. That's a reason to fire the manager. I I don't understand it. And I know I'm back on the Frank Lampard situation, and I'm not a Chelsea fan. And I do respect Frank Lampard for his uh, time as a player uh, and for his managerial, you know, the job he's done as a manager. He was, uh, you know, understudy to... uh, Uh, Pep, but, you know, um, it just seems to me that this is just one of these things. I don't know. Um, Pep Guardiola offering uh, Frank Lampard a assistant coach job, which I thought was a bit of a send-up, but all good stuff nevertheless. I don't know. Uh, Chelsea are in big trouble. We can talk about them. Uh, Will Tuchel be the man? Can he pull them out of the slump? He's a good manager, no doubt about it. But has he really imprinted imprinted his uh, vision on the team yet? No, because he's only been there for a few days. And again, if we apply the Ray Orozco matrix, which we like to do, uh, this puts Chelsea out of competition, for my mind, for at least the next two seasons. So big mistake there. Big, big, big mistake. Uh, luckily for Chelsea, they have a match against Burnley at Stamford Bridge coming up uh, this weekend. That's But, you know, Burnley have won two in a row, right? They beat Liverpool. They beat Aston Villa. So they're on a bit of a roll. And again, they beat Liverpool at... Anfield, why could they not beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge? Chelsea minus 323, Burnley plus 880. If you're thinking about a long shot bet, who knows? Maybe maybe that's the one for you. But we're going to get into that in detail uh, coming up in the next segment when we start to go through all the matches. Um, we're talking about transfers. We're talking about the state of the game be interesting to see, by the way, what happens at Leeds, where uh, Marcelo Bielsa is uh, out of contract, and we'll be talking about a new one. But he'll wait till the off-season. So I think we're going to see if Leeds survive. Uh, Leeds will survive. Survive. They play the right sort of football um, to uh, to get it done. So I'm not too worried about that. So he will uh, resign again. And we'll have to see what happens with the big names of the game. All right, coming up, let's start going through all the matches. We'll start with the Saturday matches. Everton, Newcastle at Goodison Park. That will be the first match that we're going to go through. Uh, Plus, we've got some other really good ones on Saturday, of course, including the marquee matchup of an in-form Arsenal against an absolutely stunned Manchester United after uh, their streak ends with a shocking loss to Sheffield. United. So uh, lots to talk about, lots of drama going on in the Premier League. As always, when we come back, we'll go down it match by match. Stay with me here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I will be right back after this. Soccer Radio. And with the new year comes tons of new big games in sports. I mean, we're talking about, we're going to talk about uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them over the weekend as every Premier League team in action. But of course, the Super Bowl's coming up. we got the NBA going on. All sorts of stuff happening in the world of sport. And with big games, you need big stakes. That's right. Kansas City stakes. They have the cuts that you crave to celebrate the playoffs, to celebrate the quote big game capital B capital G, and to celebrate the other big game, we're talking about Arsenal-Man United coming up this weekend. Big one right there. Look, visit slash gameday and save up to 25 bucks on combos that are perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code Believe B L E A V. That's Believe code B L E A V at checkout. Uh, try out the snack pack combo. Features small plates with big flavor, like mini beef wellington steak burger sliders. If that doesn't sound good, uh, nothing sounds good to you. Uh, Mac and cheese melts, shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen, delivered directly to your home. Your satisfaction is guaranteed, or you will get your money back. It's just that simple. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, so much more. Again, go to kansascitystakescom slash gameday. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste, big stakes. Well, big games are upon us, fast and furious, uh, in what is the second strangest Premier League season I've ever seen. Uh, And quite frankly, the second strangest football season I've ever seen at all. Uh, Last season, with the COVID shutdown, (laughs) the complete elimination of all sport, and then it's restarting, definitely what hit the list as the craziest season I've ever seen. But this season, I don't know, it's following suit, it's not quite uh, as manic, Uh, but it started late, it's ending early, and uh, they're going to cram all these games in. They're going to get everything taken care of. And um, uh, so we are seeing uh, matches come fast and furious. And look, there is a downside to this. Players are not machines. They're not automatons. I know we like to think that they are. These are not uh, avatars or sprites that are playing on FIFA uh, 20. Uh, These are actual human beings. And they get burnt out. They get susceptible to injury. They get mentally fatigued. And so we are seeing a really topsy-turvy season in the Premier League. I mean, if you remember last year, the season kicked off traditionally, didn't start to shut down until February or so, January, February is when we started to get into issues. Uh, But up until, you know, August through February, we had a very normal season, uh, except the fact that Liverpool were putting every team that they played to the sword. Uh, running away with the Premier League, and then all of a sudden, boom, we had the shutdown. Now, they ended up winning the league, and, and they kind of wanted at a canter, but they did give up points that I don't think we would have expected them to later on in the season. But an odd season, nevertheless. This season started strangely, of course. Uh, is weird with no supporters in the stands, although there was a time when we had a few, and then with the COVID resurgence, uh, that has ended. And so uh, if you combine schedule and lack of fans, and fatigue of the players, you start to get some really odd results. And, you know, we've seen those results. And if I could go out on a limb and say, uh, whether it's Liverpool beating Crystal Palace 7-0, or getting beaten 7-2 by Aston Villa, or Man United losing to Sheffield, I mean, we have seen plenty of bizarre results in the league. That I think in any sort of normal situation we would un- we would be lucky to see one of those results over the course of a season but now we're seeing a whole bunch which means that it is unpredictable so let's take a look at the matches coming up with that in mind let's start shall we at uh, goodison park where everton will be hosting newcastle and um it's going to be re- the, inter- the the storyline here of course is jordan pickford's horrible howler for everton and the question will ancelotti stick with jordan pickford um or will he drop him uh, i'm i look listen i am not a pickford fan I, I i'm he is too um unpredictable and unreliable for me he is not consistent enough as a goalkeeper and he has natural talents yes But the one thing you want from a goalkeeper is consistency. And you want to be sure that he is not the guy that's going to give up the Howlers. And with Pickford, you just never mind. Look, that match against Leicester City was dropped opportunity at Goodison uh, for uh, Everton to pick up points on Leicester City. That's the way I look at it, is that they really blew it in a big way. Everton could have been at 34 points and Leicester would have been at 38, Everton would have been, you know, much closer to the top of the table. Anyway, um, they're hosting Newcastle, and look, Newcastle United, I think Steve Bruce is the next manager to go in the Premier League. Uh, Not only are they playing horrible, horrible, boring, dour football, but they're not getting any results. They haven't had a win since the middle of December, and quite honestly, I don't expect them uh, to get one here. Uh, this one for me is Everton and at home. They are minus one sixty-four at betonline.ag. I think that is a very prudent bet to take. I would take it minus one sixty-four, Everton to win at home. Crystal Palace Wolves. Now look, neither of these teams, Wolves, as we know, have been absolutely devastated by injury. Uh, and they not a particularly deep squad to begin with. Uh, but when you lose uh, you know, Raul Jimenez, who was their sort of reliable goal scorer. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers are in trouble. Since they beat Chelsea middle of December, they have not won a game. Keep that in mind. That's seven matches. They are winless. And that is really bad. And they are in danger of falling into the suck hole of the relegation battle if it were not for the absolutely awful performances of West Brom and Sheffield and, to a degree, Fulham but we can talk about that separately. Uh, Crystal Palace, uh, you know, they're up and down. They're up and down. They either play great football or they play lousy football. Or they get beaten seven nil, or they or or they get beaten three nil by Aston Villa, four uh, nil by City. But then you know they'll turn around and beat you know the Newcastle's and the Sheffield's and the Burnleys uh, and the, you know e- e- etc. And the and Chelsea earlier on in the season, but that was early on in the season. They are also pretty much. Um, an unreliable team. The problem is uh, Crystal Palace score more goals than Newcastle do, but they both concede goals. But for me, this match is a draw, and at plus two hundred, uh, I, I think at Selhurst Park, I'm going to say this is a one-one draw, and um, I think that's where we're going to go with that. Man City, Sheffield United. Well, I know Sheffield United are thrilled about their huge victory against United, against Manchester United. But this is not Manchester United. This is Manchester City, a team that's conceded 13 goals in 19 matches. They sit atop the Premier League by a point with a game in hand. Um, I, there's, they're not gonna, no, no. Uh, Man City will win it. Now, minus 747, the odds makers most certainly agree. Uh, West Bromwich, Albion, Fulham, that is the next game. We talked about Fulham a little bit and West Brom. This is a huge game because both of these teams are in the relegation zone. Fulham coming off a nil-nil against Brighton. Uh, West Brom coming off a 5-nil home shellacking at the the hands of Manchester City. West Brom have had four home league games since Sam Allardyce took over, and they have uh, lost them all giving up 17 goals in the process, okay? Um, Fulham, on the other hand, they haven't won since November, but they've been playing better football, and they've had three draws in the last five. I am going to say Fulham are going to win this. The away team, make sure I'm doing well on time here. I hate to run over. It's embarrassing, okay? Um, Fulham are going to win, and at plus 135, plus money all the way down. Let's get to the big one, shall we? Arsenal Man United... And really, this is a fascinating match because we have a clash of two teams that, until most recently, were both in perfect form. I mean, okay, Arsenal have had, had a little blip uh, with their nil-nil at home against Crystal Palace. But in the last six matches, they've not lost. In fact, they've won five and drawn one. United, well, in their last 14 matches, they've drawn two and lost one. Of course, they did lose that home shocker to Sheffield United. Now, one of the things I have been saying about Man United, and again, I'm crediting Man United with really what I think has been uh, an excellent season, and I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done a very good job, and I applaud the uh, ownership of Manchester United for not getting rid of Solskjaer and keeping faith because they clearly listen to this show and are applying the lessons learnt in the Rayo Rosca matrix to the way they run their club uh, but i have been suspect about some of man united's uh, res- not the results because the results speak for themselves but about the way they play and look championship teams teams that are going to win need luck and need the ability to grind out victories but there comes a point where you shouldn't have to grind out a victory every match and it seems at times that's what man united have been doing and they have been getting lucky, and they have been getting skillful, and they have great players like Cavani and Bruno Fernandes that can come on and make a difference when guys like uh, you know Martial and uh, and um, uh, etc are maybe need that extra boost towards the end of a match. But at a point, you can't keep doing that; it will bite you in the ass, and that is exactly what happened uh, against Sheffield United, As Sheffield suddenly decided to show some of the same form. That they had last year. Tell you what, I'm going to go to break. When I come back, let's let me give you my res, my um, predictions for the Arsenal man United match. We'll move on to Southampton Villa, and then we'll knock out the rest of the Sunday matches. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. We're talking the Premier League this weekend. I'm Nick Eber. Be right back after this. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byland Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for all your early birds, that late show you can find on Sports Overnight America. Uh, The podcast is available immediately upon the conclusion of this show at our podcast network. If you've missed any part of it, you can check it out. Go to our network. It is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network and check us out there. We're also on a whole slew of digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app. You can listen to it live at uh, sportsbyline.com. And we talk to our men and women in uniform as well on this show who listen courtesy of the American Forces Network. Uh, We are presented by betonline.ag, and this is the Friday Premier League Pundits Preview and Prognostication Show. I think I missed a P in there somewhere. Um, So far, let's recap. Everton, Newcastle. uh, We're going through all the matches this weekend. Everton, Newcastle. I gave you Everton uh, to win at home at Goodison, minus 164. Palace Wolves, I gave you a draw at plus 200. That's at Selhurst Park. Man City, Sheffield. You have to go with Man City and the over at minus 102. Uh, Man City are minus 747. Not great value there for obvious reasons. Uh, West Bromwich Albion, Fulham, I like the away team Fulham at plus 135. Arsenal Man United, we've been talking about, this is where we we left off with Arsenal Man U. And we left off for good reason. Because I was mentioning that I have been a little suspect of Man United's uh, tight results. Again, a result is a result and three points is three points. But some of these results have been closer than they should. They've had to come back from first-half deficits more often than they should. They've let teams into it more often than they should. And by the way, there is no team in the Premier League that has not had problems this season. So if you're listening to this saying, oh, you're Nob Nick. you're a Liverpool supporter, you're just saying this because you hate United. I do hate United, yes, but that's not why I'm saying this. So they keep faith in the manager. That's the right thing to do. Uh, but, you know, I think they've been playing a little bit of Russian roulette, and occasionally you will find a bullet in the chamber. They did against Sheffield United. No one could have picked that. Now, they are picking up an in-form Arsenal side that uh, is that is really um, found a bit more mojo than what they did. And Arsenal have not lost since the... Uh, have not lost since uh, middle of December. So that's uh, six days in a row, six games in a row, which makes, which means that they are in really good form coming up against a United side that has been in good form coming up off a shock, shock result. This is at the Emirates, at home for Arsenal. They are plus 169. United are actually the favourites at plus 147. The draw is plus 230. For me, for my money, I have to go for Arsenal. I'm going to take the home team here at plus 169 in what is, I think, the biggest game of the season. So this will be fascinating to watch. We'll see where it goes. Southampton, Aston Villa. This is another pretty interesting game. Villa, very good away from home. Southampton, um, Southampton are one of these teams that will come out and surprise you. I mean, look, Southampton always, uh, they they are always a good side. Sometimes they're not quite as good as they should be. Uh, Both Southampton and Villa coming off of losses. Uh, Villa losing 3-2 to Burnley and uh, Southampton losing 3-1 at home to Arsenal. Of course, Southampton, Uh, beating Liverpool for their big result a couple of matches ago but since then they lost to Leicester Uh, they lost to Arsenal. Uh, Villa uh, had that big win at home against Newcastle but their results have not been quite frankly that great uh, over the last four matches since they beat Crystal Palace at home and then they're coming off the uh, nice five-game winless uh, five-game unbeaten streak uh, culminating with the 1-1 Chelsea uh, at Sanford Bridge Uh, they've now lost three in a row. Man United uh newcastle pardon me more than that man united uh villa man united man city burnley uh and along the way they did beat um newcastle united 2-0 so uh i don't really like villa that much for this match this is at st mary's i'm tempted to go with um with southampton on this one the home team at plus 184 I think that's a pretty good bet. Let's move on to the Sunday matches, shall we? Uh, Chelsea are hosting Burnley. And once again, Burnley, the surprise package here, two wins in a row, beating Liverpool, beating Aston Villa, and beating Sheffield United in the last five, two losses against Man United and West Ham. And it might I might want to point out, those losses have been by thin margins. I mean, they have only conceded 24 goals, which for a team in 15th spot, by the way, uh, is a, a, a very, very low number. I mean, West Brom have conceded 48 goals, Sheffield 33, Newcastle 34, Crystal Palace 36. Those are all teams below and around them, and they conceded 24. Defensively, they are really not bad. Chelsea, on the other hand, are uh, not conceding goals, and, and are scoring, uh, have been scoring... A reasonable amount of goals but of course the last couple of results including that nil-nil at home against Wolves was disappointing so I am still going to have to go with Chelsea at home to win this at minus 323 uh, I think that that is a pretty secure bet to go with uh, Leicester City leads portends to be the other really exciting match this season uh this weekend excuse me listen to me this season um, normally I would be all over Leicester City and I would say this is just this is a gimme, but no Jamie Vardy is a problem for Leicester City. And Leeds United, well, you know they have been scoring goals again. They scored five goals against West Brom. They scored a goal against Burnley. They scored uh, two against Newcastle. Uh, and I mean the only teams they failed to score were Brighton and Tottenham Uh, Leicester City though not Tottenham Hotspur not Brighton I mean are more along the Brightons and more along the Tottenham Hotspurs than the Brightons listen to me I can barely talk excuse me Um, so the reverse fixture back in November was an absolute murder by Leicester City on Leeds Of which Jamie Vardy was basically instrumental in at least two of those goals. I know he scored one, but I think he set two of them up. Leeds United are a side that you you do not want to mess with. They score goals. But defensively, Leicester City are very strong. The question is, can Leicester City score on them? i am tell you what, I'm going to go have a wild prediction on this one. Leicester City leads at the KP. I'm going to say a draw plus 285, a score draw, 1-1 or 2-2 is how I see this. Next match to deal with is a biggie. This is in London, at West Ham, where Liverpool will travel, coming off that 3-1 away win in London also against Tottenham. The London Stadium is a good venue for this match. And Liverpool, of course, we talked about that win against Tottenham sort of uh, ending, they hope, a four-match winless run that had two losses, a five-match winless run, actually, that had two losses against uh, Burnley and Southampton, a draw against United, a draw against Newcastle, a draw against West Brom of all teams, and, of course, uh, middle of December, it all seemed flying so high with that seven-nil shellacking at Selhurst Park at Crystal Palace. So uh, the three-one victory in London against Tottenham seems to get them back. Look, when you, uh, the question is, is Joel Matip going to be able to play because he came back then got injured? Um, is Fabinho going to be able to come back and play? Uh, it's good to have Jordan Henderson back if you're a Liverpool fan because he certainly adds some stability in the back there. But Liverpool definitely have some injury issues and they did seem to wake up we saw that flowing attack again thursday against tottenham hotspur the kind of the trademark liverpool pressure and attack i don't think tactically Mourinho played that game all that well against liverpool but i think the result was basically uh, foretold I, I i didn't see tottenham at any chance maybe early on when son had that disallowed goal but other than that, I didn't see Tottenham really participating in this match to the level that one would have expected. It could be just Liverpool was so good. Uh, coming up against a West Ham United side that has won three in a row. They beat Everton. Uh, they beat uh, Burnley. Uh, they beat West Brom, excuse me, four in a row. And they beat Crystal Palace away. However, none of those teams are Liverpool. And they're just not scoring all that many goals, West Ham. They score. They are the lowest goal-scoring total of the teams in the top uh, seven or eight, in the top six, excuse me. And um, that is a problem for them and will be a problem against a team like Liverpool. If you can't score, you can't stop the Liverpool pressure. If you can't put pressure on Liverpool, uh, they are going to uh, pressure you back. So I'm going to go with Liverpool. I think this is another Liverpool win, and I think they get the title race back on track here. Uh, And Liverpool at minus 136 would be the uh, odds-makers' favourites here. Finally, we have Brighton-Hove Albion against Tottenham. And Brighton, even though they've been playing pretty well, they still haven't won at home in the league all season, which uh, is not great. Uh, They are right down there in the drop zone. They are five points clear of Fulham. Uh, They're coming off a draw against against Fulham. And... um, the one-nil win that they had over Leeds United. Other than that, you know, again another team—they're scoring more goals maybe than uh, than the teams around them like uh, Newcastle and Fulham and West Brom and Sheffield—but they're also leaking a fair amount of goals coming up, uh, coming up against uh, a Tottenham team that. I think uh, is going to bounce back in a big way from their loss against Liverpool in the midweek. So for my money, I'm going to take Tottenham, the visitors, at plus 144. So let's recap. Everton, Newcastle. Go with Everton. Palace, Wolves. I do have time to finish a recap. Uh, Palace, Wolves is a draw. City, Sheffield. I'm saying take Man City. West Brom, Fulham. I'm saying take Fulham. Arsenal, Man United. Take Arsenal. Southampton, Villa. Uh, Go with Southampton. Chelsea, Burnley. Uh, I don't remember what I said there. I think I said take Chelsea. Leicester Leeds. The shock result for me will be a draw. West Ham, Liverpool, take Liverpool. And Brighton, Tottenham, take Tottenham. And I will uh, put check marks by all these so that when we come back, Uh, On Monday, we can look and see how we did. Don't forget, we have a whole slate of matches on Tuesday. Uh, All these odds and money lines that I've given you over the show will be courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. Make them your online sportsbook experts. Head over there. All sorts of great offers. Uh, It really adds a lot to your fun of the game. I mean, even if you're not a fan, for example, of Crystal Palace or Wolves, if you have a few bucks riding on it, it makes it all that much more fun. All right, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back to wrap it up on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back, to World Soccer Radio. I'm your host, Nick Gieber, coming to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Radio. Tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app, the American Forces Network, and if you miss any part of the show, you can catch it as soon as it's over at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. All right, I'm just going to give you a preview because I ran through all the matches already. I gave you my picks. Uh, I just want to tell you what's coming up uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, then again, <laughs> if you're ready for this, uh, Saturday, Sunday and Monday into February, uh, all the way through February. I mean, it's so many matches, it's ridiculous. Basically, weekend matches, midweek matches. On Tuesday, we got Sheffield West Brom at Bramall Lane, Wolves Arsenal at the Mo- at Molyneux. Uh, Man United hosting Southampton. Uh, it could be a potential banana skin there. Uh, Newcastle hosting Palace, Man City away at Burnley. Uh, Fulham hosting Leicester, Leeds hosting Everton. That should also be a great match. Uh, Villa hosting West Ham and Liverpool Uh, hosting Brighton at Anfield. On Thursday, we have a big London derby, Spurs playing Chelsea at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That is a big, big match that's going to have a lot of ramifications for the remainder of the season. So that's what's coming up uh, later on in the week. Of course, I gave you all the picks already. I'd like to thank our sponsors, betonline.ag and the Kansas City Steaks, because you need those, by the way. You need Kansas City Steaks. Uh, Head over. Don't forget, kansascitysteaks.com slash gameday. Get yourself uh, free shipping. Just use the code Believe B-L-E-A-V. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, A reminder, of course, I will be back on Monday with you for more. Let's take a look back and see how I did. I'm always honest with you. I don't change my picks after this happened because that is cheating. I take the plaudits and I'll take the curses, depending on how I did for you. But uh, be sure to tune in Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Until then, have a great weekend and enjoy the football. <laughs>